welcome to notion room podcast with myself mansi presented by salvage publication where it's all about unplanned conversations our upcoming story is all about diving into our adolescence and reciting a psyche meet archil bagalwari where we unearth the deepest imaginations of ourselves hello hey how are you i'm good how are you I'm good. So you've been all busy, huh? Yes, actually, I have been. Even today, I started my morning with a tarot reading at eight thirty in the morning, and then I had a bunch of soaps to pack and all of that. So yeah. Oh wait, you do tarot reading? Yes, I do. Did I just hear tarot reading? Oh my god, I'm a big fan of tarot reading. So we will also. You can tell me a little bit about it also. I am very curious. I mean, I see a lot of like videos around it, but I've ne- never like you know studied or um, known a little bit about it. So I would love to know since you do tarot reading. You group um, or like live or uh, no? I I offer readings to people. So I mean, through the lockdown, I've been doing them on Zoom. as as of now uh zoom or whatsapp call but um yeah and i also i haven't done a a course or anything i just uh even i started watching videos and then it's very natural for me to do it um because it's something very close to my heart like i've always been interested in it but i never really gave myself the chance to do it um i also believe that it has some connection with my past life because and that's the only reason i can do it um this way without having done uh you know a, a course or anything but i do love doing my own research about it so uh, as much as possible um you know sometimes I, i like even these days i still watch youtube videos uh not necessarily for the video but also to um, gauge more knowledge about the cards and and then i do my own research and all of that how so, long so, yeah. um I started last year last year maybe September but I didn't really like do it for people I just do it for myself here and there like few friends and all that and then um when the lockdown started this year actually uh, is when I uh put up a post on Instagram saying um you know if anyone wants to do free reading go like I'm down so I got like I did about um 30 32 to 35 reading free readings just so that i could also understand what i want to charge on you know like what am i charging for what is it like so um yeah so i did those readings and then i started charging and and it's been great ever since <laughs> nice i i guess um i would say you're a very intuitive person uh if um like you're more of a energy uh you relate more towards energy vibrations and uh, um you know all of that because you say tarot yeah. I'm like oh god i need to ask you yeah. things about because i myself i'm just like should i buy myself a tarot card i don't know man like i don't know the rules like are there any rules to it or it's just like honestly like you know, that's the same. energy that's like flowing or something mm-hmm. like if that's like the, that's the, those are some of the same doubts that i also had in terms of you know like how do i even start this like what does it even mean to buy myself a deck and like you know start my own practice and all that um and through all of the research that i did uh, as much as people are you know putting out their own practice it is all and there are also two um kinds of readers right there's an intuitive 
tarot reader and then there's a um, predictive tarot reader what to do with the structure and um, you know the systems that exist rather than intuition so for me I'm an intuitive tarot reader so your practice is based on your intuition you know people might be doing something but if it doesn't feel right to you you shouldn't be doing it so um, like you said it's all about energy so and and I'm very close to energy and f- being able to feel it so when it feels right I go with the flow and when it doesn't I, I know immediately and I'm like okay this is not right for me so I'm gonna do it some way somewhere else so yeah it's been good it's been really uh, an interesting definitely interesting journey uh, for sure I would love to know more I'm going to discuss about that for sure in this uh, video I hope that's okay no that's that's no problem. Uh, as I said like this uh, is not about uh, just sustainability it's more about um, individuals trying to find their balance in doing what they love and expressing mm-hmm. themselves in whatever ways it it need not be just making uh, sustainable products any of that it can be mm-hmm. anything up to art or music or creating something out of this mm-hmm. thing or traveling or fashion yeah. whatever but mm-hmm. i think um it was it started over sustainability i was like yeah you know like there has to be some awareness and i think more uh, voices would speak louder than just one and that's how i started off a salvage publication but i was like then i don't know what clicked and i was just like notion room talks and i just like started like you know sending messages to people hey would you like want to talk about what do you have to say what your journey is and all of that and mm-hmm. then um then i i just put out a post where uh, you know yeah. uh, as you, you were the one that uh, they want chatting tag you yeah, yeah, uh, in yeah. one of the posts i'm just like um, oh like I, then i started sending out texts to all of you guys and i was like oh wait like, and then i had a few other interviews uh, before and one of the interviews kavisha patch or patch um, the founder mm-hmm. so she said like why don't you concentrate on the stories i mean sustainability can be an added like part to it or an added factor but you don't have to like you know um concentrate on that itself i think it yeah. it's narrating the stories and what stories the people have to say about their creative process mm-hmm. i think uh, would be the journey would be more interesting about you anjali thank you so um And to begin with i want to start with by start by saying that i am definitely a very intuitive person and in the past couple of years like especially after like leaving shishti i think is when you really um or is when i really uh understood myself better to a certain extent you know because sometimes when you're in shishti you're in all of that and it's not it's sometimes hard to like really gauge who you are where you are because there's a lot happening and then when you leave and you meet the external world then you're like oh, okay yeah okay this is not a sense right and um yeah so i think um i'm extremely intuitive extremely uh um open as well as a person i i love conversation i love talking to people about the deeper things uh you know rather than just everyday stuff i mean everyday stuff can also be deep when we really go into it but we don't is the problem i mean not the problem but is what i've come across in my life so um as much as i am uh, all of those things sometimes it can be a little um lonely i feel 
for me and I have felt quite lonely uh, you know here and there there have been bouts of loneliness just because um, I mean as much as I have a lot of people in my life and a lot of beautiful beautiful friends uh, they are very different and as much as they are different and they add their own spice into my life it's also I think good to have you know someone who's who or you know one person or a few people who uh, really understand you um, and who are also similar you know because people might understand you but it's different when they understand you and come from a similar place versus understand you from a different place right so um, yeah I think I've always also been um, very open to the journey of life rather than getting caught up in what we're supposed to be doing and and how we're supposed to be and who you're supposed to have in your life and, oh, I just get uh, you know I'm, I'm very open to my own process and a lot of times it's met with uh, like what are you doing like are you stable like, do you have your shit together and I feel so strongly that I have my stuff together and I'm so on this path but it's not received the same way so I guess um, you know, in my journey, even with plant-based, uh, I've had so many people, um, you know, when I tell them about my work, you know, say, and again, out of, out of, you know, care and out of, um, you know, wanting expansion for me, but they're always like, okay, you should put your work here and you should put your work there and you can expand this way and that way. And all I, you know, all I can do is just, You know, because as much as I am thinking about those things for me, it's like when they tell me it's one thing, but my plan for what they're telling me is like way ahead. It's like way ahead because for me, that process is so important. That process for me to grow and to learn and to understand versus someone telling me you should do it this way. I can't do it that way. You know, I can't do it if someone tells me to do something. I, I, I need my own experience. I need my own involvement in something to be able to gauge and to be able to understand what I really need from it or what I want to put out there even. Um, so yeah, plant-based actually started as an extension of my uh, my beautiful dream job actually. It, it really was my dream job after college because I worked at Vari Watai and I set up their dying studio for them. And uh, it was basically like I had my own dying studio at a workplace. Uh, you know, separate from home. So it was it was really beautiful, truly my dream job, like I said, because I had space to explore, but still had that little bit of structure, right? So Plant Paste was, um, after I quit my job, uh, uh, just to extend what I had been doing, because essentially I was going to go uh, for higher studies and then uh, plans got changed. And so I was, you know, I, but I still was going to leave Vali anyway. Um, so I just started this on my own where, again, it doesn't start with the thought of, okay, I'm going to build this company and it's going to have all these things. It's gonna, it didn't like, it was not even close. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I want to maybe explore it a little bit more. So gathering bamboo from my farm, leaves from my farm, take, like literally on the first day of ever printing at home on my own, I went to the farm and I didn't have a burner or anything. So we're using, uh, this thing that has a coil that basically heats up okay and here i need to boil things and this coil took two hours to get one bubble popping in the water 
And again, this is part of my process. I have, I mean, I have used a burner and I know that it doesn't, you know, it needs a burner and all that, but that was still part of my process from scratch again, you know, and then I did a few things at home and they came out really well. And that's when, you know, when people see, I feel like when people see something good or a good product, they're already expecting it to be uh, established or, you know, to be at a certain level where for me that takes away from truly being able to express yourself then. That right? is, that is on point, on freaking point. What you said, uh, when, when you, when you said that any good product is only good according to people's perception is only when it's established only when like thousands or lakhs of people are using it and only then it's worth the try do you think you have also come across that kind of decision in the past saying that um, if you want I, to try something new you would first like research a little bit about this and then you're like mm, i don't know and then you like uh, read reviews maybe reviews can really help me like ease my decision you know and yeah so that's so true too what do you and say? when you actually think of it even a review it's so personal right it's so subjective you know you like for example even my soap right the one soap can cater to diff- 10 different people differently right so and yes I, I have gone through that experience absolutely where in the past you know i've looked at something and i'm like okay, you know, have people this thing, have, but no, like not anymore, you know, for me now, again, I trust my gut so much when I see something I like and I go for it, whether people like it, whether people don't like it, whether people have used it or, or been a part of it or like, it doesn't matter because it really doesn't matter. And that's where also my connection with business has always been so, um, like I hate business because as much as it's such a beautiful thing, it's just so we like it's so badly portrayed like all we care about is the money all we care about is making that figure is you know, in a month it's a number it's a number game. yeah absolutely absolutely right and the, and in my life um, because i mean my dad also comes from a place where he's you know they like our parents come from you know, wherever they come from and through their experiences. And recently, my dad's friend also came home and they were both asking me the same questions. And my dad pointed that out. He's like, you know, for us, it's all about numbers. And as much as I understand that, it's not something I accept, you know. I don't accept that. I'm sorry if you're, if you're asking me every day, how much are you making in a month? I know you're coming from a place where obviously you want me to be able to take care of myself, to be able to be stable and all of that stuff. But like, you know, for me, before before I even, you know, understood where they're coming from when it first came out, you know, okay, how many soaps are you selling in a month? How much are you making in a month? I was just so offended. I was so offended. I was just like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? That's what you're asking me? Do you know how much love I'm putting in my work? Do you not care about that stuff? And then, you know, you go through your own phases of like, okay, this is how the world works. And then you meet more people and you just realize, okay, it's, it's not, like, it's not me. It's, it's okay. You know, it's fine. It's okay. Um, you know, because we are also all conditioned. Like you can't really blame anyone at the same time. Right. But I guess through this also, it's for me to create the opportunity for you to look past it. You know, even through plant-based Yes, I could be posting every day. Yes, I could be setting up. Like, even if you look at my pictures, they're not really set up. Okay. I try as much as possible to give you a picture of in the moment what's actually happening. 
the table I'm using to make your soap is the table you see in the picture, right? And it's again, no, you know, to each one his own. I'm not saying anything is bad or anything is good, but personally, I feel like that connects, uh, you know, you, that connects you more as, and at the same time, I have had so many people saying, you know, you can take better pictures or you can make it more aesthetic and, and yes, I can, but that to me, that takes it far away from the source. And if you look at everything that we're living right now, we're, we're living a life that's far away from source. And I don't want to do that anymore, right? If you look at it spiritually, if you look at it uh, economically, if you look at it in any perspective, we're so far away from the source, right? And like I said, I don't want to live that way anymore. And it's not an easy path because, now, you know, it's like one against 5,000 people or, or one is to 5,000 people, right? That, that one person who thinks of it that way, there are 50,000, 5,000 people who don't. So, you know, like I said, that comes back to, um, you know, these bouts of loneliness. But the beauty is that it really teaches me to keep going deeper. And it, you know, as much as there are days when, um, you know, it's really hard, it, you know, this notion of giving up never really comes in. Because it just—it's so a part of me that I can't give up on me, you know. And I and we nobody should ever give up on themselves. So, um, yeah, it's it's. Oh I'm trying to be as authentic as possible. Literally, just summarized my entire year. I'll tell you why. Because after Shishti, I came back, and we come from a very very strict deep-rooted business background okay and the Gujaratis money does count each and every time all right and um then dad was like hey you know what like you don't even know how, what the business is about you have to let go you have to see and all of that so we're automobile dealers okay and i've always been like a i just I might have just learned sustainability. And my last year, um, I studied about coral reefs and how they are getting bleached because of climate change and all of that. And that was devastating, okay? Because I was like reading about it, getting inspired about what reefs are and then see them dying. That And, and the fact that I won't be able to see this like ever. And it's, it's just like vanishes like it just vanishes in front of you and that was devastating that was like there's something seriously wrong with with the systems okay and that if not changed we are we are going to see devastating effect as we are seeing right now to be very honest by the climate changes recently the california thing did you see and it's just like look the orange sky and the red sky and i'm just like are you freaking serious right now? This is, I don't know. I just pray for the people over there who are like allegedly stuck. But yeah. it's not just there. It's everywhere. Australia and I don't know what. Every, every freaking, the whole planet is burning. And uh, then I come to this business. And then it's a car business. And I see the waste coming out of the freaking workshop. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that blew me away i'm just saying dude like okay car is a very complex structure correct so even if there's one gear or teeth of a gear broken the whole thing has to be thrown away 
but okay that's metal but there's plastic there's rubber there's all kinds of materials in a car okay and there was one more that's glass glass is something jo windshield glass bolte hai and then there's the blue glasses so they are uh, what do you call air tight so when you when you hit it okay it's just going to splatter so what is crack it's just going to disperse like completely yeah completely shatter in like these small tiny pieces um so i started making um i was like okay first i started making like uh, spare part lights for the automobile lights that you see but then i was like oh, no man i think i want to make uh, use of the glass because what we were doing is we were asking people to take the glass and go we were paying people to take the glass and go which was which was a waste and which no one wanted and there again are no recycling centers proper recycling mm-hmm. centers for any of the waste that comes out of these industries mm-hmm. i'm not talking about manufacturers i'm talking about the services over here all the dealership that has just lined up i don't know where my waste is getting dumped mm-hmm. and especially yeah. glass now theek hai metal will will be recycled and there's something that's going to come out of it but glass i don't think so so then i started making these uh, lamps which i i'll show you later um uh then the same question dude how much have you made okay from doing what you doing mm-hmm. and to be very honest dude this this what you questioning <laughs> that's my dad takes time okay it's a process this i've not worked with glass before i've not worked with these uh, things before and of course looking at the business and all of that theek hai ye ho raha hai going to happen but you know there is always a need to create i've always felt that i have i want to create something and i think every individual does have that urge of having something of their own out there be it an idea be it anything and um i think as you said like it's always the numbers right and i had such a shift actually like from from shishti i then completely coming to this business background and i joined the mba and all they had to speak was about the numbers about the economy about uh, things i mean of course there's some creative thinking that goes into it but there is no one talking you know as you said like there has to be certain kind of even like i mean like also connects to the human aspect right because if you're making something you are putting you into it so if you're only concerned about the numbers the human aspect of it gets lost and then it's all about what is it all about what is this what is that right you also do it you're working with human beings there has to be some kind of empathy there is there is i don't know why that is not given importance And in the, every aspect of you know any like company that exists or any work that exists the the human aspect of right of taking into consideration um you know people maybe how they're feeling on a day you know maybe uh, you know even things like uh, taking leave when you're pregnant or all of that it's such a thing like if you get leave when you're pregnant oh you got leave like are you kidding me are you kidding me i'm bringing a baby into this world i mean i should you should have that much sense and and sympathy and not even sympathy but that much sense being a human being to understand that it's not easy it's not easy and then you know they don't give you leave and then 
when you're supposed to be working so much and and you can't do it and then that also you're trashed for it's like you know you do it you're damned and you don't do it you're damned but what's the point in all of that right where does where does then what is life about then is it about getting up in the morning and doing something you have to do no it's not and like you said right in this year i've come to really understand that you know when i wake up in the morning if i am not feeling great if i am not feeling good i need to take a break it's absolutely stupid for me to go on and like put it aside oh i'm feeling saturday okay i'm going to push it aside and just move on and continue and drink or or, or watch a movie like no that's not going to help you at all you're going to one day land up with all of these collected things of of you know of how you really felt and of all your authenticity they're going to have this bag of authenticity that you're then going to have to throw in the dump and for what for to you know for what at the end of the day when if in reality we can really be authentic to ourselves then it's so easy to be authentic with someone else you know but again like you know we've been conditioned we've been conditioned so much that if you don't have this you will not get this and you know in terms of even business like uh some my auntie no no my auntie so my mom's friends sent me a video today about wearing mask just i'm yeah. i'm just getting a call wiki yeah. second okay no I just introduced my dad towards um, Netflix uh, part thing that then invited people, right? And he's just saying trying to figure yeah. out, right? Because today was like, hey, I'm gonna take a break because I am, dude. I've just been there so much in my career. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And then I'm I'm someone just not concentrating on one thing. I'm just like, हाँ ठीक है अब क्या अब क्या अब क्या अब क्या you know always have this kind of pushing and feeling guilty if i don't work like that's been a huge challenge for me i'm just like chill yaar i mean you were that in shishti and right now i don't know why what's gotten into you that you're not just breathing you know exactly you you exactly. have gotten that so like yesterday there's one of the employees who got covid positive okay was tested positive positive in my office And then luckily, I don't know what happened today. I was like, I just don't want to go because you know I thought I'll take some rest. And now everyone might just get tested because if he has gone positive, which he went yesterday happy, and that's why my dad is like, now you have to stay in the room for a few days and see if you are getting any symptoms or anything. Touch wood, there is nothing as of now. But I'm just like, COVID, I think has really um, pushed me to explore. more about myself mm-hmm. uh, in terms of being patient and really um, opening up to yourself like can you can you have you ever pictured yourself just sitting for 5 minutes doing nothing no touching yeah. your phone no touching your screen not not even writing anything just sitting mm-hmm. i actually i yeah i have and I, and i did this covid for me was um more of like you know that second wave of going deeper because i started like i had been working from home 
uh, a year before COVID, I mean, a year before lockdown anyway. So that also push, pushes you, right? That also, um, for me, it also taught me a lot about boundaries, especially when it comes to my parents, you know, like there are, there need to be boundaries, you know, you can't like, yes, they're your parents, but yes, there, there are boundaries also. There, there have to be boundaries, you know? Um, so, you know, for things like when I'd be working, you know, my mom would call me and she'd be like, hey, you need to do this. And if I was in office, that wouldn't happen, right? But it, if I'm at home, I am automatically, you know, meant to do those things. So, you know, in terms of like giving myself that space and, and you know, also having them acknowledge that I do need that space was great. And then when COVID came in, it was all about, like, that was more about, you know, the inter the uh, you know relationships with the people at home and and with yourself as well but then when COVID came in it was like boom you know like now everyone is experiencing the same thing so even energetically it was crazy for me even when I did the tarot readings it was it was really I was on I kid you not I was uh, on a high because it was so crazy that I could feel all this, these these energies and still be so fucking calm you know, so fucking beautiful because I could feel what was happening. I was getting so many messages and downloads that this is happening for a reason and, you know, this is happening for a reason and it, it all makes sense versus me being like, you know, like, like, oh my God, what's happening kind of thing. So it was, it was really, really beautiful even all those readings because um, at the end of the day, it is an energy exchange, right? When I'm reading for someone, as much as I am channeling their energy and giving them energy, I'm also receiving it back. So, um, yeah, I think uh, tarot reading really helped with um, understanding uh, a lot of like bigger perspectives, you know, looking at the bigger picture, but it also brought me so much closer to myself and what I want and, um, you know, and, and again, like I said, in a deeper way, because it's, you know, you, I had gone through all of that a little bit in the first year and I will keep going through it. It never stops. It just teaches you that, you know, when you get, you know, when you're in a, uh, for, for me, example, when I'm in a lonely place now, I know how to get back faster than I used to. Because I understand that it's, it's that single moment and that single, um, you know, all the energies in that single moment that are making me feel this way and it's not going to last forever. Okay. It's not going to last forever because I'm sure you've heard of this, um, um, this, story about you know this I believe this man who was really angry and or who got really angry or something like that and he was told to then go into his room and just be angry the whole day and he couldn't because you can't you know you can't and that's where um, you know it also tied into um, with in, you know in, in terms of intuition where we all have intuition and the reason we all have that urge to express is because we're all we all have feminine and masculine energy and feminine is all about expressing right and no matter what you know whether you're a, a male or a female we all have both because you express and you also balance and you hold space and you receive and you give it's all the yin and yang energy right so it really also helped me with my intuition you know when you get an intuitive feeling or when you get a gut feeling you don't bring in logic and say oh but if this that's not how it works right it also taught me when you feel that intuitive message you go with it you don't bring in logic because it's you know if if you were to go through something or if you would um, um you know approach something with that logic you would have gotten the logic 
the intuition doesn't just randomly pop up it doesn't just you know it comes out it comes from a beautiful place and a sacred place within us and that also again ties into that source you know us being far away where we don't trust our intuition we don't trust our gut you know and don't there are bigger reasons actually actually because sometimes see just i have realized that there are so many voices speaking to to you in your head that may not be yours and then it's just so hard only when you get those flashes and then you realize after that moment is gone that it was like oh shit i missed it and this happens so many times to me i'm just like how do i have to figure this out whether when you say this gut feeling right but like what if what if i fail to recognize it because it's just that small tiny whisper that just say like comes out of nowhere and just vanishes within half a second and just say like, oh shit wait 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 <laughs> i mean you know i think a lot of people don't even realize that that they they are being intuitive or they are sensitive to certain things or they are feeling a way they are and it's not wrong to feel um when all of these other people in the room are saying yes and you are the one who is the only one saying no so don't don't picture yourself uh, to be you know on the other side you are on the right side they are on their own side i mean don't you don't have to like have this comparison where you always have to prove or you know have this right and wrong kind of a thing just stop making these these differences you know wrong doesn't exist yeah it essentially doesn't exist it's just something we've brought out to be able to gauge yeah you know but unfortunately we've given so much importance to good and bad and right and wrong that you know to a certain extent then we also lose that mid- middle ground which is all about the balance right and you know it's it's with everyone i think we all are going through the same thing where you know i might be a tarot reader but that does not mean that my life is great and like nothing happens and I, like it absolutely yeah. not bad days too you know i have i have terrible days too and uh, you know the the movement of the planets does affect me as well it's not like once you get into these things you know you're free no absolutely not free all the time and you know how to yeah. you know like control your auras and your chakras all the nine things absolutely and people think that way you know sometimes when i meet people and they 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 go like oh you're a tarot reader i'm like yes but that does not mean hold on hold on a second hold on i'm not set and i'm not like you know like like meditation i can do anything no absolutely not right work it takes me choosing and that's what i think you know um spirituality is all about as well it's about choosing to receive what the universe has for you rather than trying to take control of of you know all the things where again i'm not saying one is good one is bad everyone has their own path and everyone has their own version of spirituality and their own journey with spirituality whether they want to accept it or whether they not don't want to accept it like it's everyone's you know journey and, and personally for me it's been um it's really helped and it's also taught me so much about uh like it's it's also you know taken me back to so many memories as a child that was so important for me to for me to like you know have them come back right now because you know there are things like um i used to hide myself a lot as a child you know i used to uh, 
do I used to be myself only when people were not around you know and if people were around I would make sure I would find that space to like have an eye on them so that I could be myself right and that's such a key piece of information because now when I look at it I I've found so many patterns and I've, I'm slowly unlocking them but I have hit myself I don't show myself I don't you know express myself in authenticity and this you know especially since COVID has started and maybe a little before that as well it's completely changed you know it's completely changed where I catch myself so quick and so uh, notably when I'm not being authentic I'm like you know what you're doing and I know what I'm doing <laughs> you know but it's you know it's like for example when I was younger I used to love uh, going up to my grandma's terrace and there was a there were a bunch of pots with plants and there would always be like one or two empty pots but I would take the empty pots and this is when nobody is around my grandma would be inside I'm like okay the post is clear I'd go around each plant pick something add it in this pot and then I would like mix it up and make like this thing and then and keep it and sometimes I'd go back to it sometimes I'd add things to it and, and when I look at it now in my life that is such a big part of who I am you know taking things putting them together and it's all plants and it's all natural stuff and it's that memory is so important for me to to have you know gotten back to because again it gives me that piece of yes this is who I am accept it you know it's not you're not because there are so many times when uh, I don't accept you know I haven't accepted myself because of people and because of the external world but not anymore you know not anymore I will choose always to accept myself whether I enjoy that part of me or whether I don't you know I always go back to then understanding where it comes from and again that goes all the way back to that source where your child and you know your childhood is so important for you know forming that foundation as you go through life dude I think childhood has really played it always plays the role uh, when, as you grow and um, when you said uh, that whether you like it or not you have to like know yourself and forgive yourself and accept yourself during these times and it's it's such a powerful thing dude because firstly acknowledging that and then being okay with it and accepting it the way you are and not someone um enforcing that towards you or like you know as be it your friends or your family or anything else that you have read and understood um and and the fact that you said uh, that dude i could relate so much because i just had flashbacks i was a very quiet child also i didn't want to be heard or seen or talk to because I just didn't like any of those things I don't know why maybe I thought that my opinion or voice isn't really important and even if it was I'm sure you would not agree to this because I'm not okay with so many things that I have observed and child is so observant dude and they understand more than the freaking adults please know this but no that's like don't don't say bacha man like he's way more he way more aware of his actions and others actions around him you know, also as we're, we're born with that right we're born with that sense of knowing that's how you know when they want when they're hungry i mean if the baby doesn't cry you don't know that you have to feed the baby 
right? You do it based on okay, this is. But no, if you actually, when you think of it, that's the way we're also. You know, that's the way at least I want to bring up my child where I'm not forcing things down, you know, but I'm allowing the child to express and then according to that expression, I'm, you know, bringing in my guidance or my love and, and whatever else because babies are so, so magnificent. And like you said, we just trash them. Just put them aside. They're too young. They don't know better. They don't know what they're doing. That is such bullshit. That is such bullshit because they know, like you said, they know better than anybody else who they are, what they are and what they want. Okay. And when they're allowed to, to really express themselves is when you grow to be able to express yourself authentically. But at the same time, it's also a whole journey, right? This whole, this, this, even this concept of inner child healing exists because we don't accept our children, you know, we don't accept uh, you know, I feel like sometimes as parents, we don't accept our children. And then that uh, that makes us not accept ourselves as we grow up. And then, you know, when you get into a situation uh, where you're... And again, there's no blame here, you know. There's uh, a lot of times when I speak about this, people are like, oh my God, like, are you blaming your parents for all this stuff? And no, but it is the way it is. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but it is what it is. I was hit my, I hit myself as a child and today that is affecting my life. Am I going to be like, no, it's not affecting my life. No, I'm perfectly fine. No, I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not going to stop, you know, I'm not going to not acknowledge it. At the same time, I understand where they're coming from because where they're coming from also comes from their parents, also comes from their parents. Also, it, it's a whole chain, right? And I think what begins... Humans as well, Arjun. We forget mm-hmm. that we have portrayed at least uh, some of them, or I don't know, think that parents are someone who need, who will know everything about me and they will understand without communicating it. But that's mm-hmm. so wrong because... Over time, at least, I, I used to always have this very heated argument where I'm just like, what kind of question is that? And why is that question being asked? Because I think you understand. But mm. clearly, no, that's not the case. Okay? Yeah. Even if you, I think communication, yeah, you feel it very intensely, okay? And everyone feels intensely in their own levels, okay? But mm-hmm. that has to be communicated. And communication, I think goes long way it has a lot of spectrum to it but i think it has to give it needs to be given some importance actually a lot of importance and communication words through empathy to feelings through everything but this has to be shown and i was never even as a child was just forced to speak and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i don't know i'm forced to speak like just because i'm quiet doesn't mean I'm, I don't understand, okay? I, I do understand everything you're saying, but I'm, I will speak when I want to speak. But mm-hmm. that has to be appreciated. But don't nag someone and say that, oh my God, like you barely speak anything or uh, you don't understand or whatever that is. But communication, again, is, is, is important to be with yourself, be it with with your parents, be it with your friends, it's very important to. Uh, I think I've learned that after a very long time, to be honest. Um, I wish we had taught some of these things in school. Like in school, nobody, nobody teaches you how to express yourself. We're just given a textbook and we're, we're taught, taught to express the textbook rather than express yourself, right? And 
we become textbooks we become that external energy that does not know what is in inside right and then that's where we go through these things of you know feeling low and and um you know even even depression and all of these things you know we we term them as diseases but the truth of it is that we have put themselves we have put that on ourselves i mean we have we have governments and we have these bigger uh, you know authoritative bodies that lack a basis of you know that humanness and that expression i think exactly. they lack human you are first human than anything else understand this you are man seriously like oh my god i can relate to you so much because i'm just like i don't think ajun now since you're since we're talking about education since we're talking about government systems and all of that i think I'm not going to put my child if I do ever have one through education system system uh of any sort um mm-hmm. who is just all about something that's not even going to help you uh chodo practical life ka to chodo i mean khud ka to nahi ho raha but tell me something 10 years of your freaking life in school sports yes it has taught me a little of bit of sportsmanship and all of those things but education i don't know what i mean poetry and all of that is very different again but we used to mug poetry yaar we used to mug poetry i'm like what is this why am i mugging poetry if you go back in terms of poems itself if you go back the only poem you remember is one that you connected with you don't remember anything else you know the only poem you ever remember or the only bit of education you really remember when i say remember like you can close your eyes and you're like oh my god i know that feeling is something that touched you or is something that connected with you which again is very 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 small it's very 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 tiny for example i did not like history at all when i was in school okay but like now now when i think of it i like you know like tarot reading started in egypt okay and there's so much there's so many beautiful things but if you're going to tell me remember this date this date this happened this date that happened like i can remember it with a whole like list of dates and then what happened on that date and that's exactly how you have to put it down i mean where does that creativity even go how do you you know it's it's it has there's no you in it there's no you there's in no it there's no process there is no thinking process of like where it existed why it existed you're just showing it existed you're just telling me about that tell me about what were the traditions what were the culture what were the people like and all of that don't say this guy invented this guy and then they formed a treaty and there was another empire that came up i'm like what what what's the reason for that and also second thing is you're assessing me in terms of my memory how much my memory is because utna hi yaad aayega utna hi likhega na main kya likhega main i'm just this bullshit i don't think i'm going to drop my kid to any educational system shit i would rather say go travel do whatever you want play with mud and insects i don't mind because that is going to at least help you explore and be curious about a lot of other things and then choose whatever excites you don't freaking and that I mean, again that, that forms a great 
foundation for then your child to be able to choose what they want, right? Even if you look at it, uh, you know, a, a bunch of friends and friends, friends and friends, 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 but you know, when you ask them, what are they doing? You know, yes, a lot of people have not found, you know, their purpose or have not found what they really want to do. And that's completely fine. But the point is to give yourself that chance to, you know, to not get carried away in, in that nine to five job in that. Uh, and it's, it's hard. It's hard again, because there's so many things that come into play, right? Your parents, you know, who you're with, you know, there's so many other energies and aspects that come into play. But I think that's where, you know, as much as possible, you know, and again, it's it's all an individual journey that then translates to the external world. It's not the opposite. It's not the other way around where you experience life and then you internalize it. That's, it's not, you know, that's what we've been taught to do. Okay, this is happening. Okay, what does that mean? No, you know, it doesn't work that way. You got to like, it has to come from inside. Anything, I think you need to stop making conclusions of everything you see here and experience okay you might have experienced the same situation very differently and so would i have stop mm-hmm. making a sense of life because even if you're here for thousand years i'm sure you won't be able to figure out what the hell what the hell sure. and to for be very sure. honest when you talk about purpose angel i think i have i have gone into depression for at least months and then I've just the question, oh my God, I don't know why I'm here and what I'm here, which is good. But don't, you don't have to, I mean, you, you forget living, you, for, you forget breathing, you forget doing any of that sort. You, you, I think it's more about experiencing mm-hmm. and creating more memories than just earning money and building a house and having a freaking 20,000 friends. Or they, know, they, say, they say, oh, when you reach that point and you look back, fuck that. Right now I'm looking back. This is what this life and looking back now doesn't have any meaning. Does it not have any purpose? Does it not have any importance? Absolutely not. Me looking back 10 years from now, leave, leave going further 10 years and then looking back. Me right now from where I am looking back 10 years, have I grown? Have I, you know, have, what have I done? Have I experienced life? Do I have, have I collected these memories or am I just, just going through life? Like if you've seen this, um, this animated show that I used to watch a lot when I was young, it was one of my favorite S shows because dude, it was called Franny's Feet and it was all about, so her grandpa has a shoe shop. Okay. And she's, she's a very, she's very little. Okay. I'm sure you'll be able to find it, but her grandpa has a shoe shop and every day each episode uh, has someone bringing a pair of shoes that they need to mend or that they need to fix or whatever they have to do to it. So Fanny's job is to take the shoes from the counter and put them in a box. Okay. Now before, put them back in the car, like behind so that they can be worked on. Now Franny takes each pair of shoes and each episode is the same with a different story. So each pa- each episode starts with her taking the shoes and then she keeps them down. She looks at them she's like, mm. like I'm so curious. And then she steps into the shoes and she goes into their world. Okay. She experiences their life. She experiences, you know, the memories that that shoe has. And then every episode, you know, goes through this whole thing of, okay, she's, you know, experiencing something so completely different from, you know, what she has. And it's so beautiful and she's so open and muted. And then it ends with her, um, you know, either bringing back a souvenir and, or, you know, 
having the shoe have one inside and she has a box of souvenir souvenirs and she keeps them in a box so she collects them basically from her from her little journeys with you know just by putting her feet in the shoes and oh my god i was so fascinated by that as a kid i was like this is so cool like put your put your feet in i know right it, i i was so fascinated like i would not stop watching that show and if it came on my eyes are glued because again it gave me that sense of experience of of life of real life rather than you know it's not like they were sure yes there was they were still portraying a job they were still portraying life that way that we know it but it's very different you know it was it was so different because they were bringing in that creative aspect there was a balance the stories and imagination of that little tiny and the adventure mm-hmm. has isn't that exactly and we all had this um, uh these imaginations as a child you know you see an object Absolutely. and it's like oh my god what is and then just like goes and then someone disturbs yeah. and come back and then i yeah. i used to sit on the terrace and just like view everything and just like what is there on the far 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 and said like is this like an endless thing i'm just like i guess um do this remind me of studio ghibli also have you heard of that studio ghibli i've never watched it i no i have never watched it i've only seen like i've heard of it a lot i have seen the um i'm sorry <laughs> i have seen the characters but i have not never watched it no i watch it today if you have the time okay. if you have the okay i'll watch again and it, the thing is um it's it's yet so imaginative but yet so real dude it just shows mm-hmm. that human part of it there is no like evil and hero this this thing that we always see in movies as always good and bad there's always these things are good and these things are bad and i think as um, i grew and even shishti i think they change a lot because i think i've explored myself as widely as possible when i was there and of course then it was very hard to like again come back and be all these have these certain boundaries you know but um, i think where where i would like to ask you this why do you think that fades away why do you think as a child i think we are so excited about anything and everything that we come across be it travel or be walking from this house to your neighbor's house or just meeting a friend was just so exciting uh like why does that fade away honestly i feel like and again <laughs> i feel like if anyone watches they're going to be like shit this moment but like <laughs> it honestly has a lot to do with first of all i i want to say like three things i i think three um things according to me and this is this is my personal opinion but it has a lot to do with your previous lives or your previous lives and karma basically it has a lot to do with your parents okay and it has a lot to do with society and in that in that aspect um 
I, you can't blame your parents because as much as you are conditioned by them and society, they were also they also had the same. So they're carrying forward. They're carrying it forward because also back then there weren't so many tools to express yourself or to you know uh, uh, to get to know yourself. And and even if they were, if even if these tools existed back then, they weren't so accessible as they are now. So for me, according to me, what really takes that away is is in authenticity of self but and as much as i'm saying what i'm gonna say it is all meant to be and we're meant to be in that moment but for example i am a child right I, i'm um you know i and this is actually this is a pattern in my own life where i have seen that you give love okay i or rather i have given love and expressed my love that love has my you know has not always been accepted because it's not the love that we know of or the love that you know our parents had when they were uh, younger so it's not accepted it's you know they're coming from a place where this is how their love was perceived and then now coming into my life when i express myself they're going to bring in the same history of okay this is not good because when they were children that was not accepted so they we you know in as generations go by we continue to carry the same patterns and as now we're progressing for more fifth dimensional uh, or a, uh, you know a more fifth dimensional earth we are here you and me in this generation to bring in that change to to shift that you know to not carry the same patterns and we're feeling so strongly those patterns because we're also here to shift them right when my parent doesn't you know when my mom or dad doesn't accept me for who i am it's not like i'm going to be like oh like no i'm going to feel it and i'm going to feel it way stronger than they did because this is what i and this is what you know our time on this earth is all about so it has a lot to do with how you are accepted as a child and you being accepted as a child has everything to do with how your parent accepts themselves and how they were accepted as a child right so in that sense you know even things like womb healing exist exists because my mom's my, you know your mother's womb has ancestral uh, trauma and when you are born you also carry that in your womb and something like womb healing can heal that you know where i have done like this little meditation for womb healing and it's intense it's intense because it's not like it's one year's worth of healing or like Up. no it's and even me doing it just once is not at all enough at all you know it takes work it takes work to be able to heal these things and more than anything it really takes awareness you know awareness of how you are feeling you know awareness of when someone says something to you how are you reacting how are you responding why are you responding that way and we all have the capability we all have that um you know this body to be able to go back into our memories to be able to feel things you know a lot of times we're feeling things from past lives that we don't even know of you know a lot of times then we also connect ourselves to people in our lives and that forms an an energetic cord and then you're also experiencing things sometimes you know like i've experienced being connected to um, a few people that i'm really close to where they they're feeling sad and suddenly i just i'm just like oh my god what the like what is happening and then you call them and you speak to them and they're like bro and i was like dude i'm here with you i'm here with you and imagine if if we can do that with everyone imagine the kind of like healing the kind of like connectedness right you can be anywhere on this 
African earth, but you can still connect with me, or you, or, you know, or you know, people can still bring in healing for you. That's you know, uh, it all comes with religion and with spirituality, where people get together and pray. Why do they do that? Why is it you know? Why do they do that? Because that expands, right? It expands the energy. It expands the healing. One person can do it, sure, but when we're all together in it. I mean, there's nothing better than that, right? There's nothing, nothing better than everyone coming together for a similar cause for that goodness, right? Again, when I say goodness, I don't mean goodness the way we know it, but for our own healing, for our own releasing, right? And, you know, I think, I mean, I don't blame them. Obviously, I don't blame my parents, but I think we do tend to blame them because we feel like we can't talk about these things with them because they're not accepted. You know, where even now there are sometimes when, you know, I might not have spoken to them about certain things, but I already feel like, can I do this? You know, should I do this? Is it okay to do that? Will it be like, uh, you know, this thing? Because you have, you know, like I have done before and then being completely shut down, then puts you in this pattern of, okay, no, don't do that. They'll shut you down. Kind of thing. Right? So that's exactly what happens even when we're children. And when we're children, it's like tenfold because that's the first time you're putting your energy into something. That's the first time you're like taking that step. And then if, if the first time in your life with all your vulnerability, you're doing something and you're just shut down, you're going to go back in and say, no, 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 this is not okay. This is not okay. And again, it hurts at that point. And that hurting, that non-acceptance makes us go back and, and then not accept ourselves, right? because we're not being accepted uh, by our parents. And for me, again, the parent-child relationship is so important because, I mean, you know, especially in those growing ages, you can, you have, you know, I mean, it's, it's such an important thing to be authentic in that time. It's such an important thing to allow to express. It's such an important thing to, um, you know, to be more human, to be more empathetic, to not just, you know, get into this notion of, yes, they're kids and they don't know anything. That's it. We grow up like that. We grow up thinking, oh, I'm just a kid. I'm nothing. Anyone who's older than you, oh, I'm just a kid. I'm nothing. Anyone. And, and every, you know, in your life, as you keep growing up, there's going to be, oh my God, why was I like that? And I'm just like, oh my God, yes, of course. Because they, they already told me that your opinion mm-hmm. 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 And, and in your life there's always going to be someone older than you and does that mean you're not going to accept yourself at all yes there's a possibility that you will go through your whole life thinking yes I'm okay I'm not okay okay there's someone older than me I don't know better and it's not about knowing better or knowing you know a lot of times they also do not accept our experiences that I might be even with this plant based I might be telling him you know, this is how I look at business and all that. He's like, no, this is how you've gone into business. This is what's working. This is what's not, you know, what's not working. And then that takes away me even being able to, especially when it happens as a child, me being able to trust my instincts. Because if you keep expressing yourself and you keep getting told that's not the right way to go about things, you're going to believe that, right? You're going to believe that and you're going to go through life until, you know, until an opportunity comes in and again that's where everyone has their own journey everyone is going to awaken at some point in their lives everyone has their own awakening whether you're two years old whether you're 24 whether you're 
60, like it happens at, your, at you know, your own timing and everyone goes through that experience, which is why we need to be gentle. We need to be compassionate. Uh, what would you say to the people who are struggling with this, you know, expressing themselves or, um, you know, are, who feel are caught up and are not able to communicate uh, about the things what they want or they think they deserve? Uh, because I think a lot of people are kind of stuck. Maybe they are stuck in the job or they're stuck somewhere or they're stuck in some relation. I don't know. Like, how would you, what would you say to, for the people to help do this? Or make it a as soon as you started that question, I was just trying to go back to what made me shift, you know, like what was, you know, what kind of helped me. Uh, but again, everyone's journey is different. But I think um, for starters, find someone that you can uh, really be authentic with, you know, and more than, more than finding someone first, you got to really be authentic with yourself. And again, that's, that's like, how do I even be authentic with myself? You know, there might be that question of how do I even, how do I even start being authentic with myself? Like, what do I want? I think, um, stillness is really, um, it really helps just, you know, having a moment with yourself where you just pause, you know, just, just sit with yourself. Okay. And, um, you know, if you feel called to writing or if you feel called to uh, drawing or if you feel called to whatever you feel called to doing, just, you know, have this one time in a day to only be with yourself. Okay. Because I think being by yourself also, uh, it also teaches you so much about what you have experienced with people by just, you know, you know, going through all of that. So I think, I mean, the biggest factor for me uh, and one of the most important would be spending time with yourself and nobody else for some time, making sure that, you know, in your days or in a week, you have that solitude because when you're constantly with people and when you're constantly around people, it does create noise. It, I mean, again, noise, not in a negative way, but it does create uh, something that sort of shields you from how you're really feeling, right? And you know, even, even in terms of my life, I, I haven't been in a relationship for like the longest time. But all of this time by myself has also taught me what I want in a relationship. You know, um, as much as I have not been in one to experience it, not being in one also gives you that, you know, because you, again, that's where you hear stories from people. And, and I, you know, if I continuously hear stories from people, I get a chance to understand and and think about, okay, this is how I feel about what this person has told me. You know, this is how I feel about, you know, what if I was in that position? How would I have felt? You know, again, putting yourself in, in um, scenarios, putting yourself in other people's shoes, just to feel it out is another important thing that you can only do when you're alone with yourself. You know, that authentically, that you can really explore. Because when, when we're alone, we express ourselves you know, when we're in, you know, for example, you're in your room is very different from when you're in the other parts of your house or if someone else comes into your house, it's very different, right? So this, keeping this, that... I think the environment, Ajal, really, really plays a huge role. Okay, the space that you're in, the kind of energy and the vibe that the person or the space is giving you and the kind of work also is making you feel if you're so stressed out about the work maybe it's not the 
the work that you should be doing. Maybe you should be doing something else. And even I think get out of it. And if you think that you are pretty stuck, I think um, just having your time, be it in the morning or be it at night, just simply by your own, I think is so important because it's just going to make you feel centered with yourself. Because I know the world is very chaotic, okay? And you don't have the all any control about everything that's happening. The least you could do is just, you know, have your self-time, your self-time and have that space to express yourself and then go about it. I think that's very important, but a lot of people ignore it because I don't know where they're rushing to do it in the morning and they rush in the night and they rush to sleep and they rush to bathroom, they rush everywhere. They're just rushing and rushing and rushing. And again, like feeling guilty about not doing anything is also one of the major things. Sorry? Sorry. No, finish. Hello? Sorry, finish what you're saying. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no. So, exactly that. Uh, so, I'm just saying like, um, this I think is important for people. At least I have felt it, okay, in a very long time that you know, I have to do something, I have to, I have to, and I'm not doing anything. Oh my God, what I've done. And then you scroll through your phone and then you feed that social media stuff in your freaking head and then always on the thing. Dude, you have to, it's cleaning is, I think cleaning also is one of the, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I think oh, the need to say this. It is so important. Cleaning not, cleaning physical, physically also has its own kind of, um, what do you call, calmness to it. Especially when you clean a room, don't you feel like, oh, wow, it smells great, it smells clean, it smells everything. Why are we not doing that when you're consuming something? Consuming may not just be food. It can be the knowledge, the, the voices, um, the everything you consume on, the, on your freaking phone. Um, you, need to, you need to filter it, man. Start filtering. Filter, filter the people who make you feel like shit. Filter, man. Why do you have to? And social media is not. Oh my God, social media is so bad like it's so toxic no it's not toxic you can find people you want to connect with and that's what i think i have done right now i'm talking to people and this this just expands me to even like be open uh to receiving things of what people want to say or want to give you know and i think that really has its own magic i would say and this is like you said, filtering is so important because even when you clean your room, it, like first it starts with cleaning your body, right? Cleaning your you wake up in the morning and you cleanse. Water has energy; it cleanses you. And then when you cl- clean your room, you're cleaning your space of all the things that do not serve you anymore. Like with this room cleaning thing, I've gone through bouts of you know. Um, when I first started where I used to collect so many things that didn't make any sense, but we just collected and for what, right? For what? And I went through this whole phase of like just getting rid of things. I don't need this in my life. What is it doing? No. And you know, even with social media, 
I uh, I think this was last year. I think um, last year when I went through all of my all of the people I'm following, and I just started unfollowing whoever I don't follow. You know, all the I don't follow a single meme page right now. I do not follow a single meme page, and. The funny thing is I get so many uh, messages of, you know, people sending me memes and it always says photo unavailable, but that doesn't, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, I was like, dude, you have to check it out. But I'm just like, hey, dude, I'm actually not following that page. So I'm not going to. Don't even ask and me. And I'm expressing it. Like, send a screenshot. It, I don't like it. I'm not going <laughs> to. Exactly, exactly. And hell no, I'm not going to follow them to see, you know, what you're sending me. I appreciate that you want to share something with me and, you know, that it reminded me of you of me or whatever. But this is, this is, this is where you choose yourself, right? This is where you choose yourself because in doing that, you're respecting yourself and you're also respecting the other person. If I were to just follow that person and, hmm, and then it's coming from an inauthentic place. Is, am I respecting anyone? No, I'm not. Sure, it might seem like I am, but I'm not, right? And only I truly know that. Only I will truly know how authentic I'm really being. That's where that whole self-anchoring thing comes in, where you need to have that space on, and that time on your own. You need to have that space on your time and, you know, that time on your own. I know so many people who have gotten to a relationship, gotten out of a relationship, gotten back into one, gotten right out of one, gotten right back into one. And the pattern that I've noticed, especially with my friends, is that, they cannot be alone. And again, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It is what it is. But why can't they be alone? Because they cannot accept themselves to a certain extent. And so you go and you feed off of the acceptance that you're getting from another place. And then you continue to do that. You continue to do that and you forget how to accept yourself altogether. And for me, you know, it's it's been the opposite where even now, you know, if someone does approach me romantically, you know, I know what I want and sometimes it seems like, you know, I'm picky and all that, but I'm not going to step down, right? I'm not going to say, okay, yeah, sure, I haven't been in a relationship, so I'll just be, no, you know, I, I can't do that anymore, you know? And even if I do, I will putting, be putting my own self into this, this you know, situation where it will be like, dude, dude, you know what you're doing is not right, dude. Dude, you know, I will be I will be doing it to my own self, and I've gone through places where you know when this when these small shifts happen, when these small transformations happen, they do not feel uh, great. It's not like it's a happy transformation. They are heavy. They are heavy because we're releasing to be able to move past you know something and to move to a more lighter um, phase. And it's not easy. I will tell you, it's not easy, but it's not meant to be easy. Also. It's not meant to be easy, right? You're, so, you're meant to go through that struggle to teach you something. And that's a lot to do with my final product at Shishti. So where I had the choice to choose a, a, a complete textile design course where I would be designing for Jaipur and I would be able to sell my products on Jaipur versus choosing a, a course that was, I mean, these are the two options that I chose for myself, but the other one was the art of failure isn't hard to master. And I chose the art of failure isn't hard to master because I was like, sure, I can do this with Jaipur and it will teach me a lot to do with textile. But the foundation of me being able to even express textiles is myself. And if I feel like this failure course is going to give me a good foundation and it did till today, like 
hats off to Neja for creating that course. But till today, you know, where there are so many times where I'm in, where I'm stuck in a situation, but I just sometimes go back to that course and it just gives me peace. It gives me peace because, uh, you know, it, even when you say the word failure, right, when someone fails in an exam or like fail is like such a big thing, but in reality, it's such a big lesson. It's such a big, such a big blessing, right? You know, if we can only just like switch ourselves to look at it that way, there's so much life then to live versus then, you know, because when we look at it as failure and you're, you, you know, you're, you, you're a failure, you're bad and you're doing all these things. What does that do to us? It breaks us. It breaks and us. And then education systems are doing, man. That is what they're doing. Stop. Even they're going to tell me how much I've scored. On what basis, dude? I think and I can do things that you cannot. So stop freaking giving me these marks and like stop like judging me and all of that because I'm just like why? Oh my god, why? You know, like it's just and I can still remember such a heavy back. It's it may be funny right now to say, oh my God, like, but I can see a person, like even with my neighbors, he got some less marks and all of that. And he was like, oh my God. And then people are like, no, it's not the end of the world. And I'm like, it shouldn't be also, man. Like, it's just a freaking paper. Don't say that. Don't right? say that. Exactly. You shouldn't be saying that. It's the end of the world for you. Like, no, it's not even close to the end. It's not even like, Anything to do with the end of the world. Not the end of the world is also not the right term to express it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, them even having that on the list of things to say to a child if they feel it's not the end of the world means what? Like, are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding? This, this has nothing to do with the end of the world. It has, it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's not the end of the world means like, what? Like, well, you know, in school for that matter. Such you know, I feel really like taken back because I think I've also experienced that as a child of not being heard, of being labeled, of being uh, said that, you know, oh my God, you're such a rebel. Oh my God, look at like the way you talk, the way you dress, the way you act. The way you... I'm just like, dude, I'm glad I was that. Because I think if if I didn't do that and if I didn't embrace that part of me, then I wouldn't be what I am right now. Exactly. And that's the most important thing is that you chose to accept how you want to express yourself. Whether people liked it or whether people didn't or whether people, whatever. It doesn't matter what people thought. You chose to accept yourself. And I think that's where, um, you know, the concept of self-acceptance is so important and really becomes clear uh, when we spend time with ourselves. Like I was also going to say, even in school, for example, I was a very average student, to be honest. I like I was very average, very very average. Okay, but I was still I was still a vice captain for two years, and I I remember you know there were parts of me that felt like also because people had expressed it like. Like she sucks. I mean, it's not like she she's good in studying and all. 
yeah, she's a nice girl and whatever. But she's like, look at her marks. I've gotten so much better. I could be captain. And it made me feel so guilty. It was like, do I even deserve this captaincy? Like, am I even good enough for it? It would make me, you know. It would... I used to be like ridiculous, dude. Like, what if you have got like so many marks? Like, to hell with it. Like, I don't think you're age life because I don't think marks have really like I don't know any of this is going to come in the freaking like tell me one Nothing. thing except language A B C D E F G H I okay and maths ka plus and minus yeah nothing else is really uh, nothing um, not even the language of of the love for reading dude I used to hate reading and now I'm loving reading because I I had I had a fear of books because I'm just like, oh my god, this is just going to be one of the textbooks. But like, yeah. you know, then you got curious about life and you just like, I don't know who to ask. But then that's, that was your friend, dude. That was the one place yeah. you used to go and you, you could imagine and, you, and I'm just like, wow, this is such bullshit. <laughs> the, the system and oh, like the frustration, dude, it's still now and I'm just like, all these has arguments with parents every time with their kids and just let them be. Let them be, dude. Exactly. And you I see, I see. You be, I think you should let them be. You should see the looks on their faces and child's faces. Like. <laughs> oh my God. And it's, yeah, I think it's a lot to do with, you know, being told that you don't know better and, um, we know better and then when when you're told as you know since you're young that you don't know better and you don't know how the world works and you never know how the world works and i mean at this point everyone at, at this point to anyone who's older than me or who has my experience i don't know how the world works in the life i have seen end of the conversation boss excuse me i've been here for two freaking years and i have my own experience okay Exactly, and you can't not accept that. I think you know, even even today, even today, when you know you, I've seen it with a lot of parents, with a lot of uh, my parents' friends as well. You know, I tell them, okay, this is what I'm doing, and and you know, I'll be telling them about this is how I'm putting out my business, and they, no, you should do it like this, and you should take it to this one. You know, this one, and then I get pressurized into contacting so many people that I don't want to. Yes, okay, you're trying to help, but I don't, it's not that I do not want your help, but I do not want, I mean, essentially, I do not want that for my company, for, for me, for what I'm doing. I, I, you know, that's not what I want. I do not want to be calling people. I do not want to be getting into a newspaper. Yes, that might help. I don't want it. And me not wanting it and acknowledging that I don't want it is like, oh, you don't want help. Like, you don't, fine, you do everything on your own. We want to help you. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Such I mean, is it that every time I understand exactly. what this person really really wants to say and express and and that is why actually I think uh, for my this thing also salvage, I think I, I I used to ask a lot of opinions about people and like, oh you do this and do that and do this and I got so lost because I'm just like firstly I failed to do what they said I could do. Or I should do. Okay, that is me punching in my face again. And thirdly, is like, oh shit, like I don't even know what to do because, again, like these voices are way louder than my own. And why I started in the first place, man. And mm-hmm. you 
that just got me to realize like you know what like stop freaking asking anyone's opinion even if, if they want to they will give you opinion but do, you don't have to take it that seriously and i think you should listen to yourself put down all the cards see what really works for you but like listen to yourself it's there's no harm in taking any feedback or there's no harm in uh, listening to other perspectives of where it could go maybe something could strike but i'm saying always keep your you know your decision first and then the rest and i still like just... and you don't you don't form please 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 no I, you know you, you don't form uh you know what you want to do based on what other people are saying because even before and while people are telling you you already know what you want and you don't internalize that you you pick what you like from it you pick what resonates with you and then you add that to what you already have right i want to read this um this quote that i so on my plant based page i've put it under notes to self i have two on both my pages i have a a, a highlight thing called notes to self i have actually I'll, i'll read two but for now um this is the one which is again very much tied to work uh, which says um it says i need to put something else okay you read it out it says it says unless you want to be a marketer don't model those who are successful because they're great marketers oh, sorry unless you want to be a marketer don't model those who are successful because they're great marketers model those who are successful because they're great focus on the craft and if you become good enough don't self sabotage and um you know don't be afraid to share the rest will take care of itself and the most important thing of all of this is the art suffers and again when i say art i mean creativity i mean feminine energy i mean our expression right the art suffers when you start planning the marketing including titles and packaging while you're still in the act of creating it okay and when i read that i was just like oh. <laughs> right because that's exactly right i'm still i'm still creating plant based and uh, you know me having brought it to a certain also has a lot to do with my dad pushing me you know where i might not have wanted it to be i am grateful for it but at the same time every day as much as he's telling me you need to be doing this you need to be doing that i try to find ways to make him as well understand my perspective where it's you know he's like you know you, you know you should want plant based to be a business where you're thriving and you're this and you're that and i'm like those are none of the things i have uh, for plant based i mean those are none of the things that i want for plant based what i want is authenticity what i want is creativity what i want is to reach out to people and to have a one on one conversation even even as i'm selling these soaps for example i'm doing it through whatsapp like you know they will con- they will connect with me through instagram and then i'm ha- having a one on one how what is the hair te- what is your hair texture it's not a survey it's not a form it's not something that has you know a generalized opinion of xyz and you can xyz because that's not people are right so i try as much as possible you know to have that conversation what is your texture like what is your skin like you know tell me more so that i can um, give you the books in terms of the ingredients i've also done my and then you know even while using the soap i'm understanding how it's affecting my skin but i'm putting myself open to okay this is how 
how it possibly could, you know, have an effect on this kind of skin or that kind of skin. Then my mom's also trying all of them. So I'm trying to keep it as um, inclusive, you know, for everyone because my soaps are for everyone. They're not just for one piece for person. They're not just for people who, you know, think, even in my tarot readings, <laughs> I will get you. I will get you. I'll tell you. But you know, even in my one of those people that you contact with, or like you know, contact with and talk about the skin texture and all of that because my mom also is like experimenting with soaps and all and just like and I'm just like I just realized dude I've been starting to talk like my dad mom you should do these soaps and you should sell and I'm gonna advertise I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the plan and see I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I've definitely caught myself doing that too, you know, like, <laughs> but dude, the thing I love about what you're doing is having this, having this connection uh, with the customers, not customers, I'd say, with the people, because it's very important. And nowadays, yeah. businesses don't do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. They just... Mm-hmm. They're just there because of whatever, but it's this human touch is really is really lacking. You know, for example, I sent a soap over to uh, one girl. She, I mean, she bought a soap, and she texted me. Um, you know, two days later, saying, "Oh my God, you know, the texture of my hair is really bad. It's made my hair stick together and all of that stuff." And then, you know, if it were a bigger company. Where do you go? You go to customer care, which is so separate from whoever's making it. And then customer care takes you somewhere else. And then do you really get your answer? No, you don't. So she's contacted me and I'm so appreciative of her being able to do that. And then I told her, I asked her, you know, there are, then it's, you know, then I have to express myself. Is this the first time you're using it? If it is, it might take some time. However, I'd urge you to use it more, to try it out a little more, give it a few more washes because my first experience with, um, uh, shampoo bars was not great at all. Even I was like, you know, oh my god, what is this doing to my hair? But why? Our hair is so used to all these chemicals and suddenly you put, it, you put in this natural, you know, stuff in it. Obviously, it's going to, you know, be like, okay, what is this? Like, this is new. I kind of like it. Like, I don't know how to react to it kind of thing, right? So, and then I did tell her, you know, if it still doesn't work out, I would be really glad to send you a sample of my other shampoo bar before you buy it or try it or anything. And then, that gives me then perspective of okay this is another hair type which i need to keep in mind as i'm making the soaps and then you know when i get more people who are of the same hair type you know make that into maybe a separate bar targeting that one specific thing you know it gives it's that human touch what we don't realize is that human aspect gives us so much for our own if you know for you to be able to even make a better product you know, for you be for you to be able to even cater to the people really rather than, you know, just putting everything in a box and saying, This is all I have, this is for you, like done. So, you know, for it's it's so important. And I was telling one of my other uh, you know, my dad's other friend, you know, he, like his daughter basically showed him uh, my plant based page and all of that and he did it. He happened to do a tarot reading with me and he said, you know, human connection uh, it's a beautiful recipe for uh, success and I was like thank you so much that is essentially what I'm trying to do I am trying to keep that humanness because I don't find it when I you know 
when I, when I go around, I don't find it in a lot of places. And so if I don't find it, and if it's something I'm looking for, I want to be able to do that for people. And I am seeing that people also enjoy it. You know, people also, uh, I also do customized letters or, or, or little messages for people. If it's gifts, like I, like my last package that I just sent was a beautiful customized message. And it also humbles me so much. And I feel so grateful to be able to write that message down from you to somebody else. It gives, it makes me so happy, you know, versus like typing it out or like, um, you know, I also used to handwrite all of the things, you know, like what was it, what, how much is it, all of that. It was all handwritten with a stamp in front. Yes, when you start selling more, you do, I mean, I can't be writing thousand, uh, this thing. So, but I'm still keeping it as authentic as I can. I have printed labels, but other stuff I'm writing, the things that I can write, because again, me writing is putting my love, my energy into it, right? Versus just printing everything. And, and you know, it also comes back to my love for letters where it just made me so sad that people stopped writing letters, dude. And I because still write letters if you want, because I'd you love to. Me, I love writing letters. Dude, trust me, i tell you why. Firstly, remember I told you that I hated, uh, I couldn't talk, I couldn't express myself when I was a kid. And that's when I used to write down. And I used to hold, I used to slip that letter wherever they find it. And then that's it. (laughs) It's over. Like they have found what I, like, because it just gives me that freedom to express whatever I have felt and what they have felt in that one thing and I'm just saying so that I don't miss out anything that might have really you know hindered you or me it's such a mind, body soul it's all connecting to even form a word right it's it's great it's absolutely crazy what um you know writing can do and again that's also connected to how I decided to express uh failure in my project where I use the right hand as the um, standard to which your left hand is failing right and I wrote with both hands and um, I did like all of my research was also based on you know a child learning how to write forms their brain like can you like that's crazy it forms their brain you know it forms their their motion it, it you know it helps them with how they're going to be able to um look at life it helps them with how they're going to be able to feel things in their life but we don't give it that importance now everything's become digital you know the the even the even the act of a child holding a pen with that grip you know, there are different kinds of grips. there's a pincer grip there's a you know, there's so many kinds of grips when you're a child, which is so important to be aware of and then, you know, uh, allow the child to express. So many children who are born born left-handed, which means cricketers to your right brain, are made to switch over to their left, to their right hand. And imagine how I'm one of the victim. Them, right? I am one of the victim of what you're saying. You are? Oh, man. No one writes from left, switching the right. I'm just like, wow, what's wrong with writing from left hand? That's why I'm just like, why are there so many right handers? Excuse me. Why are there no? Can I, can I draw? 
can I draw the conclusion into we give with our right hand, the right hand has respect, this hand, and when you look at right and left, right is masculine, left is feminine. When you look at the, the energy right now, it's so distorted. Right? The, the feminine is just somewhere, God knows what, you know, whether she's even given importance, and the masculine is all about this patriarchy, this rigidity, this, uh, this ickiness that we live in right now. It's so connected. It's so connected, but we fail to see that sometimes, you know, and it's crazy because even when I did my project, I had so many people who are left-handers, you know, who write with their left hand and all that come up to me and say, I'm so glad that you've spoken about this because nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. You know, no, Would no, be doing nobody like, cares I mean, about people who are... Dude, I'm just like, oh, fuck, like, it's, it's so deep. I mean, the way you actually like narrated the fact that this is so much more stronger than this and the yin yang and the positive and negative about just these two hands, imagine the level and the depth that we have gone in, in, in specifying this is right and this is wrong. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Realization. Absolutely, and essentially, we're literally telling everyone the masculine is right, the feminine is wrong, and we're literally experiencing that right now. That we're, we're, we're experiencing that distortion because we gave it that energy, right? We put that energy into it, and it is all connected at the end of the day, you know. One, one child being able to shift their hands affects everything, it affects everything. You know, and it's crazy. It's crazy because like I, when I read that, when I did all this research and I read, you know, how that one hand and handedness is connected to your brain and then people are made to shift and like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're, you're, you're being told to not be who you are and like not accept who you are and switch your like everything, like switch your insides. Like that just made me so angry. You know, it was just like, how could so, you do that to someone? How could, so, you even, how could you even think that you have the authority to do that to someone? Right? It's, it's absolutely pathetic. And it's, we've, I mean, we've done so much of that and it obviously is taking so much time to I'm so uh, switch glad it that there are people like you and me and many others who actually, uh, you know, realize that there is this existence of such things because they are either being ignored or not given importance. I was also trying to say at that point that even as I'm expressing myself right now, my sacral chakra is like on fire because, you know, these are emotions that we go through and that we just hold on to and don't want to release sometimes or we might not feel like, you know, people will understand us. So yes, I am really glad for people like you and me and whoever else exists out there. For sure. Do you think systems in general or businesses in general uh, need to shift their perspective to being um, to be more uh, to concentrate more on human touch and not just about um, I mean I absolutely do. I think the word I would the word I would give it would be sustainability because sustainability is not just one thing. Sustainability is all of it. Sustainability is the circle, you know, the circular business where it comes 
um, full circle where you um, you know where where your you know, the source of your raw materials the people involved more than anything um, you know so yes absolutely because right now the systems are not sustainable and again when i say sustainability it's not about business it's not about the sustainability we know you know but it's a sustainability that is all encompassing every aspect of it whether it be um, I mean, any aspect, right? Any aspect of a business, I absolutely think our systems definitely need to change. Um, and more importantly, I mean, more importantly and unfortunately, but uh, with, you know, with all these, like, for example, something I'm doing, we're able to impact, you know, a small amount of people that then impacts and then that, you know, that flows and that's beautiful. But I think, because we give so much importance to these companies that, um, you know, whatever, have a certain product but aren't sustainable, we think that's right, right? And it really needs to, like, you know, all these fashion brands and all these bigger brands and, uh, like, they just need to change. You know, they need to bring in the sustainability. Because when they do it, they already can impact so many people, you know, and it also... Um, you know, then when the people who have that power are choosing this sustainable, are choosing to change, are choosing to shift, it becomes easier to impact a lot more people. Where, yes, I'm doing my work and I will continue to do my work. I'm not saying mine is smaller or one is bigger or one is greater or one is this thing. I'm just saying that the change really shifts and uh, shifts because there are more people involved in it is when these bigger companies really can make a shift. Because when you think of it, you know, yes, what we are doing can definitely impact a great uh, bunch of people and definitely is. But at the end of the day, if you're still giving importance to, you know, a company or, or a brand like uh, Gucci or all these other brands that exist, you are taking away from it, right? Because their basis is not sustainability. Their basis is right now disconnection or, you know, just, you know, again, it's, 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 it's money, it's house, it's, it's aesthetics. Again, you know, this, this thing what with it aesthetics. For, like, don't you think it, what it stands and, for? Yeah, absolutely. Like what if, I was wearing Gucci. What is the thing that comes to your mind? Money, mm -hmm. uh, brand oriented. Uh, rich um, yeah. uh, statement, putting out a statement, and mm -hmm. this is the kind of statement that you're putting out, right? And and exactly, and you know, if then ten thousand people are putting it out there, and we have so much access to that, and we give importance to that, naturally, that's what's going to grow, right? Because the energy is flowed is being uh, put into that non-sustainable thing from by other people and that's when i say because because it has so much to do with where we put our energy right where if you know where there's a lot of people right now putting their energy onto brands like that so if they can really shift which again it's not going to take i mean it's not going to happen in a day or two and you know it's not going to happen it might not happen so soon but the point is to really choose to really choose because you know even even throughout this lockdown, where are they? They are non-existent right now, right? They are non-existent. They are not helping anybody. They are not able to help anybody. 
but what is flourishing right now are these smaller you know smaller uh, groups of people that are working with artisans that are working with uh, farmers that are working with people who make cocoa butter with shape and where are they making this they're growing it they're getting it they're making it and they're giving it to you that is so close to source much closer than you sourcing it from somewhere and not having even met who's giving it to you i mean i, I would love to be a part like for example even for my soaps um i get the i get a pretty much uh pretty much 85% or 8% of my oil from my driver's village where they make cold pressed oils they make cold pressed coconut oil cold pressed castor oil you can take any seeds that you want oils from give it to them and they're making it and i have bigger plans i haven't been able to do it yet but i have bigger plans of then going to the village getting their voice out there getting people to know about them so that they can also you know become a part of these sustainable businesses um you know so that they can also expand and sustain their own lives more wholesomely than they already are and that gives me so much joy i can be going and buying um you know cold pressed oil paying a whole bunch for it and and not even knowing whether it's cold pressed first of all not even knowing where it comes from but here he is going to his village and my driver has been with us for more than 20 for actually yeah more than 20 years basically so for me to be able to do that it brings me happiness and you know i'm getting all my oils from them i'm being able to put in this energy exchange into something that feeds them that feeds me and that feeds everybody nobody's left behind it, it gives me that it, it takes me back to that quote eh? uh what is it yeah, family and family was that from lilo and stitch something means family and family means nobody like gets left behind because lilo and stitch yeah yeah so i mean it's at the end of the day you know sustainability also then comes in with you know when i say when i say the word family it it extends it's not just your parents at the end of the day it is you know all these people that you have connections with all these people that you are um sharing your energy with also at the end of the day it's important and again it comes it's 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 the same as you cleaning your room and filtering out your room you know for me to be able to filter out all this bullshit and be like okay no you know i can help the, these people and i am so happy to and i want to uplift them not that not because they're not uplifted and what they're doing is not okay but because they deserve it and they're not being given what they what they deserve that they're being put down for something that they do that is so beautiful and so connected to source as well so why if i if i'm getting that opportunity to be able to share that space of sustainability with them i'm going to do it you know i'm not going to choose anything else um you know and again through each time that i go back to them to get the oils i you know i am thinking of ways that i can put in more effort that i can you know uh you know possibly help them with how they transport it how you know i have these plans of really bringing them in because they are without them i do not have a soap right and that is so important that is so important because here when you source things you're sourcing from a from a very like third party thing where you don't know even who's behind it so that automatically there's no connection and automatically you're like oh yeah if this doesn't happen it doesn't happen it's not like but for me 
now to be able to do this, to be able to every month give them something to get these oils is also, you know, they're as important as me and I am as important as them. We all are, right? We all deserve that. Connected, right? You feel yeah. so much more connected. And what do you have to exactly. say to um, Amazon and just just supporting small businesses and making it convenient for the people to like, you know, be at their homes and all of that. But I've never, like, for example, um, I bought something and I really liked it, but I would, I would love to like get in touch with the person who gave it to me and be like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Or this is, I miss that. I don't think Absolutely. I get that. You know? And, and I think it's a high time to actually choose, choose very consciously, man. Like don't just buy it for the sake of buying it. Yeah. And I've realized that so many times and I'm like, if you talk about it and then I think you should start taking small steps towards it. It's not large, small steps towards it. And that's the thing, again, it, uh, you know, when I was talking about something that is established and, some, and, and only that's when it's given importance, we believe that only if that step we're taking is big, then it's good. No, absolutely no, not. It's it's small small steps. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. And, you know, only if I take that small step today, it's better than me thinking about, oh, I should be doing this and this is how it should be. Only then, who, who are you waiting for to accept your steps at the end of the day? Who are you waiting for, right? If you don't accept it, nobody else is going to accept it. Nobody else is going to acknowledge it. And if nobody else acknowledges it, it doesn't matter. Because you're not doing it for other people, you're doing it for you. Like even with my own daily life, you know, as much as possible, yes, I might be taking steps in this aspect, but there still might be 10 other things that I need to change. And as much as I'm aware of that, the awareness is key because then every day I'm choosing, okay, now in my bathroom, I haven't bought shampoo, I haven't bought soap in a bottle for at least, I mean, soap definitely for a year. Shampoo, I did have to finish a bottle and now it's finished and I haven't bought any shampoo bottles. And I just use the soaps that I'm using. That's a small step. There are other aspects and areas in, in my life that I've made these changes. But one by one, they all connect. And as you keep doing that, it opens you up to more sustainable ways, you know, versus thinking, oh, I have to, you know, do something drastic to be a part of the sustainability. No, it starts with the small things. It starts with the small things. When you feel like you need a bottle of water, take your own bottle. Don't buy a bottle from outside. Right? Practice that. And yes, sometimes you're going to buy a bottle of water outside. But, and that might be, you know, in, at a time where you, you know, have forgot your bottle and, and you, there's no way out of it. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself because that's not going to help anybody. That's not going to help anybody, right? As much as you can be conscious, you also need to be conscious of not being, uh, you know, not putting yourself down because you're starting this journey not to be perfect. You're not starting this journey to be perfect, but you're starting this journey to become more aware to because perfect doesn't exist, right? If perfect existed, we'd all be, we'll, we'd all be the same. And we're not. Nobody, absolutely nobody is the same, right? And, you know, a lot of times people also think sustainability is one thing, when it's really not. 
it's you know it's it's not what you see it's not all the things that you see online it's not all the things that someone will be talking about you need to also find that sustainability for your own self you know in ways that you can be sustainable you know it has nothing to do with that and again it's 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 so connected because it's all away from what you think is sustainable right it's all so far away from source it's all so connected and you choose at the end of the day we choose to either see that connection or to not see it and we choose to either accept it or not accept it so i think you know even with something like amazon that is helping these small businesses and all of that you can still find a way to have you know that human contact you can always you know uh, i don't know in in whatever way you feel leave a message please contact me or send a message through the uh boxes that you're sending like you know either way if you know it's a platform at the end of the day it's not everything right it's not everything where if it's if you're using amazon as a platform it doesn't end there it doesn't end at amazon there's so much more there's so many more ways in which you can extend to your customers or to the people you know just to the people you're who are connecting with you who want to connect with you and i think that's the most important thing and and we lack it because we don't connect with ourselves essentially right and and it really reflects in the external world you don't connect with yourself you don't connect with anything on the outside and it holds good for anything that way you know it, it goes back again to like you know as within so without when you um have questions for a lot of things that are in the external if you just direct those questions back towards you you'll get tenfold the amount of answers or, or you you get your answers tenfold rather than looking outside you know even in terms of relationships and all that a lot of times when you know people um uh, you know stop being with each other or uh, you know move move on and all of that you have so many questions for them but if we just to like the same question the same question why did you do it why did i do it that gives me so many more answers because it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter what the other person did it matters what you did why did you choose him why did you choose to um you know why did you choose to even even in terms of why did you choose to be sustainable that is also an important question you know why did you choose to do this path why did you choose to because that forms the essence and the basis of which you begin to build on right that begin that that really forms that platform from which you begin to grow it it makes the soil and if the soil is not good the plant doesn't grow if and it's not just the soil then it's the soil it's the water it's the it's the sunlight it's the breeze to the there's a lot there's a lot to the extent where each soap i make is different because each tangerine that i'm putting in the soap is going to be different right it's it's right even eco printing even eco printing every print that i get which is such a beautiful um, analogy of how unique we all are right and we're also so connected in nature each print that i make the leaf might be from the same plant the leaf might be from the same plant in two different uh, you know parts of the world but it will be different 
Why? Because there are so many other things that add to it that make it different. The soil, the sunlight here is different from the sunlight there, you know, wherever else. The, the, you know, the, again, it becomes the environment, the space that we spoke about, right? Spending that time with yourself, making sure the environment is right. And that's what we also need to do as parents for our children. When, and which is why when I feel these things, you know, when I feel not accepted, it automatically make, you know, goes into this mental note. This is how you're feeling right now. You need to remember to be open with your child. You need to remember that things might be hard. It might not be easy to do these things, but you need to continue to strive to be open, to strive to allow, to strive to, you know, have them express themselves. You know, yes, you want to protect them. Yes, you want to do that, but it's not in your hands. It's not in your hands at the end of the day. You can only control, I can only control my own energy. You know, how I'm responding to things, how I'm being open to things, how I'm receiving things, how I'm giving things. And that's what creates the environment on the outside for me. It's not the other way around. It's not you controlling the outside, controlling how someone feels, controlling how, what, what someone should do, controlling what someone should eat, controlling what someone, no, it's not that. It's about being in tune with that inner self, with that inner energy, which comes with that alone time that I was talking about, right? It's so important. It, it helps you not lose yourself. It brings you closer. Even meditation, meditation is a beautiful way to just, get to know yourself better because when you're there in that silence and that stillness who you are really comes out you know and and then you really understand whether you, you really understand the parts of you that are formed from conditioning you really understand the parts of you that are coming from within you really understand the parts of you that have been inspired by people or inspired by certain cultures or inspired by certain things and what does that do it just keeps you more informed so that when something happens to you, you understand, okay, this is, this is, you know, how I, you know, this is how I feel and this is how I, I understand things. So I'm going to approach it that way or I'm going to accept it that way versus feeling like you need to do it a certain way. So much which, more, right? There's so much more. And even if you look at the tarot cards, right? We had, so uh, there's something called the major arcana and the minor arcana. Then the minor arcana is all about, they're basically four suits, the same way that you have uh, playing cards. There's four suits, but the first card, it's called, it's a, in different decks, it's called different things. It's the fool, it's new beginnings. And the number on it is zero, okay? Why? Because the fool goes through this journey and the first person that the fool meets is the magician. And the magician is all about awareness. The magician is all about awareness. To be able to manifest, you need to even know what you're manifesting, right? And that's where um, I was also recently having a conversation with a friend um, uh, who I actually kind of did some Reiki on and, and uh, gave a massage to and I could feel so, so much stuck energy. So I, I begun the process of moving the energy. And I, I told him, you know, through these days, you're going to feel these shifts of energies. And so he's like, so how, like, what do I do? You know, how do I, I just said awareness, just be aware, just be aware of how you're feeling. You don't need to do anything. You just need to be aware because that awareness brings, informs you about what you need to do and what you need to do comes way later. Yeah. Right. 
because again even even action comes later it's first awareness and then it's acknowledging it then it's accepting it it's there's so many other things that come into play before you can take the action but we miss those steps if we don't we don't we don't even believe that those steps exist you know exist we just say okay this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm going to do there's no that slowing down that pause right like you said we're rushing to things we're rushing to bathroom we're rushing to work we're rushing to eat we if we just pause for a second bring in that awareness it'll teach you so much more about yourself about why you do things about what you need to change about what you need to bring in your life it just tells you everything you need to know that, that awareness and that is the first card that is the number it it has the number one which speaks about new beginnings again or a new cycle and in in one deck it's called awareness and it has this is this a um, man with a cloak and when you look at it i could feel that energy and there is like this this uh, circle around his head and it says awareness and he's just sitting there he's not doing anything it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy okay. i know all kinds of ideas are going <laughs> yeah already i'm just like really <laughs> but uh last but not least dude uh thank you for like giving your time and doing all of this thank um, you for your time as well um, um and i really uh, enjoy this space to express myself definitely yeah. freely which is beautiful um yeah so continue to do this stuff with people because it really even this one on one really brings people to um you know to open up as well um you know some people open up faster some people don't but i think this one on one space that you create also is, is important and it's important to just have a conversation you know it's just it's really important so thank you more than anything <laughs> it's also so since, since you have so much of knowledge i was thinking of various things okay just like popped up in my mind i was just thinking is it possible for us to have like a meditation session in future mm-hmm. there yeah. is a possibility sure. where you for can sure. actually guide you can have like a live session and of course invite people uh, that there is a meditation mm-hmm. session also you were talking about um um i don't know how we can fit in tarot over here but i would love to like maybe talk more about energy Mm-hmm. Um, it's so beautiful that you're telling me this right now because the weekend on the weekend I literally did my first ever and it's not like I planned it it just like happened in the moment I did my first ever like group meditation thing and it was so beautiful there were some distractions because of some people who were a little drunk but that doesn't matter but like it was so beautiful and I would love to do that I would love to um you know hold a session where a lot of people come together I and great yeah it would be great for sure this is what i do i usually just like like in a book i'll just have like random bunches so um i want to read this one out for you it says space time and love and i've sort of like expressed um each of them but for space i've written um space the requirement of space therefore being able to free your mind from all the things that take up your space okay and then for time we have time 
the requirement to spend time with yourself, to understand how you spend your time, each second, minute, moment, etc. Time. Spend it with yourself. Figure out why, how, when, who, and then again, how, why, who, what, and then again, until your time becomes truly worth spending. And uh, for love, we have love, the requirement to love yourself, others, your space, things, little things. The need to give love, receive love, spread love, understand love, move on from love, let go of love, and always create a loving feeling. Have a sweet evening. You okay. too. Bye. Peace, peace, dude. And take care of yourself, yeah? You too, you too. Thank you so much. Bye. Find us on Instagram at salvage underscore publication. Don't forget to write to us if you have a story to share. Um, probably read something out of this, but you should, should get it if you, since you were like, oh, like these notes and all, probably. Yeah. You're standing on the bridge watching yourself go by. Okay, That's what. Yeah. But like, he just has these drawings and things, dude. Like it's crazy. Like, but you should if if you're into something like this, you should. It's also giving me this inspiration to make my own book to just like keep it. I mean, technically we have our books, right? Um, like that, but then to like really like express and then, um, yeah, share it. I guess journals is books, and let Sorry? people indulge themselves. Like you know, we used to make these journals and just like. I'm sorry, I'm just like a little lunatic here, like I'm just a little too excited about things, but I'm so... No, I, I am too. I think, I think that would be really cool.